All right, let's make this happen in four, three, two, Sunday, November 20th, 2022. It's me. It's me. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree and waking his wife up early on Sunday. On the line with three very special people. One you know and you love and has no idea what he's doing here. Mr. Fermi, welcome back to your Anonymous Gamblers podcast. Thanks, Goose. I'm still not sure what sport we're talking about. It is sports, right? It is sports. It is sports. Let's bring someone in that we know and love from our our Monday Maction. Big Cat, how you doing here? Are are you in a, a different time zone yet? Have you changed your sleep schedule in preparation for FIFA World Cup? Um, that technically begins tomorrow when we have a 5 a.m. game. I think what I'm going to show uh, our, our proud listeners is I'm not like Roma the Homer. I'm not a one-trick pony. Oh, um, I'm the, I, I can I can you know spread it all around. Shots fired. Shots fired. And also, speaking of shots, if you need a vaccine, a flu shot, I don't know if he can provide it. If I'm your favorite PhD, he is your favorite PharmD. Fred the Pharmacist, welcome back to your true FIFA World Cup podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for having me. Um, it's uh, Shots are being fired, you know, first thing this morning. That's uh, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Listen, I just had a sip of wonderful coffee. I have a big day ahead of me. I'm going to go get a bowl of pho. I'm going to get some noodles, Vietnamese noodles. I'm going to get some coffee. But I have to say, honestly, as much as Fermi doesn't know about this, I can't name one player in this event, but I love betting on it. I love betting on this like I love betting on cricket. And, you know, the World Cup in Qatar, every day it's going to start at 5 a.m. here for these opening group rounds. There's a lot of great teams and a lot of great plays. I know that uh, the Big Cat and Fred the Pharmacist have this thing thing scripted. Uh, Fermi and I are truly doing color commentary on this. But I will say this, if you get through the group stages and you don't at least give me three overs that I can play through Thanksgiving, you're banned from the podcast like Rome's was for the next four weeks. So I'm going to pass this over to Big Cat, get this thing started. I I know you're pumped, so let's get this World Cup preview rolling. Yeah, and I've got an over for you for the group stage. It's literally an aggregate over, so we'll get to that in a minute. Um, yeah, Fred and I have been trading emails. We love the U.S. men's national team. We love international soccer. Um, just to just a really level set with everyone, um, if you haven't watched it, 32 teams qualify for the World Cup from each of the six confederations, um, which are, think of them as continents um, you know, across the world. Um, they get randomly assigned into groups just based on their ranking um, and where they're where they're located, and ultimately um, they're going to play uh, four or four teams per group, eight total groups. So you're, the groups are named by letter. So we're going to go over that in a minute. Um, for for everyone to be aware, you can tie in soccer or football, as they call it, um, anywhere outside the U.S. Um, in the when you look at betting lines, you'll see three lines. You'll see a win for either team and a draw. Um, so just need to think about that whenever you're, you're placing a bet. You can do pretty much anything you really want to. Um, you know, what will happen is the top two teams in the group stage in each um, group will advance to what's called the knockout round, where it's single loss elimination. Um, and they'll play a 16-team bracketed group ultimately to um, a, a World Cup final. 
Um, there are no ties in um, the uh, knockout stage. It'll go to extra time, two 15-minute halves, and then penalty kicks you that, just like the MLS Cup final a couple weeks ago. Hey, uh, Big Cat, hold on one second. Uh, the, the thing wasn't recording. That's my fault. Oh, God. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. See, that's a flop like in soccer, everyone. That's what you're going to see the next couple weeks. See, that's what it is. You thought you thought you were hurt. You thought he was hurt, and he comes back up, and he's going to rebound right in like nothing absolutely and totally happened. Sorry, Fred, go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, was, that was pretty good. Pretty good, Dr. You like that? I, when you guys send me these texts, and then all of a sudden I see this thing about an agenda. Like all I can picture is this business mindset. Look, man, I've been teaching for 16 years. Okay. Let me tell you something. You come in and, and while I have a curriculum and while I have a plan and while I follow to a T, sometimes you just got to call stuff on the fly. The kids want a little bit, a, a little change in there, a little personality in that. So go ahead, Fred. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Big Cat did a great job of, um, breaking down what, what the World Cup is. I mean, honestly, it is one of the greatest world um, sports spectacles. Um, you know, it's kind of like March Madness, but it happens every four years. It's, it's pretty wild. Um, you know, bring all these countries around um, from all around the, the, the globe, um, you know, and this time it's without some uh, much needed booze. So, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be, going to be fun. going to be fun for the next few weeks. Well, let's take a look here. So as you guys said in the, in the letters uh, for each group, okay, what happens is the top two come out of every single group and they will then uh, transfer into a bracketed pool where they have like cross bracketing for one versus twos all the way through. So 16 teams obviously make that sweet 16 round. Uh, Big Cat, are you ready to get into group A? Cause I'll list the teams and then I'll let you have at it. Um, yeah, let's do that. And I, I think when we get to Group B with the U.S., we're going to get a little bit deeper into it because um, uh, we, we, one of the things we want the listeners to them to understand the U.S. men's national team a little bit more. Do we want to start with Group B then, and then go through A through uh, H? Uh, no, let's go. Let's go with A. Okay. Let's, let's start out with Group so A. You have to, so, so for those of you who don't know, Cutter is hosting it, and uh, they ought, because they host it, they automatically get a bid into the World Cup. Uh, Ecuador, Senegal, and then the Netherlands, more commonly known as one of my favorite teams, the Dutch, a high-scoring team that comes in. If you look at the statistics uh, and the betting odds right now, the Netherlands are at about 67 68% to win their group first overall and pretty much about over 80%, 88% to make it out of uh, the group stage into the bracket, a fast-moving team. Uh, but they're going to run into it with Senegal at first. It's going to be a real interesting matchup. So Group A, Fred and uh, Fred and Big Cat, take it away. Yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to go through um, and, and debate who we think is going to come out of the group um, and who's not. Um, so I think you, you nailed it, Dr. Goose. I think the Orange, uh, the Dutch, they are, um, I would say, without an equal in this group. Um, they, they've you know missed some World Cups before, but they're, I think they're back at it. Uh, Memphis Depay, he's not going to play the first game, but they got Stephen Bergvine, who's a Tottenham, who's an old Tottenham Hotspur. I'm um, look for him in the, the Golden Boot, but I think the Dutch, and uh, I'm almost thinking number two is Ecuador. Um, Enter Valencia, uh, strong chip. He was a Champions League player, and, and I think in the last five games, Ecuador hasn't allowed a goal. Um, I know some of these are friendlies and qualifiers, but I think they still matter. I think it's a toss up between them and Senegal, and I don't think Cutter. Um, although I did read that there's rumors that um, officials in Qatar have tried to bribe players in 
Ecuador to lose the first game. Wow. That's been refuted, but it's like the fact that like there's so much oh robbery and corruption happening, you wouldn't put it past them. That's amazing. That's amazing. Fred, what are we thinking? Um, I I like those picks. Um you know that 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 does have me concerned about the possible bribing, but honestly with um with Mane's injury uh on Senegal, I thought Senegal was probably might have been the second team to come out of here, but with them being out for the World Cup, um, I I think that the Netherlands will win, and Ecuador is a uh, it will, will finish in second in the group and move on. Uh, Ecuador has only given up one goal in the past five games, uh, but they've only had three scoring. Do you see this Qatar Ecuador game going under two and a half this first game? I mean, I kind of like the under two and a half here, um, just because of what you read. I mean, when, when I read the report, it was they want to win one nothing. Qatar wants to win one nothing. I don't think I don't even know if they they might score one or two goals, but I don't, I don't see Qatar doing much. So I'd go under in the first game. <sighs> Fred, anything that you want to add to that? No, I agree. Uh, I would go. I would go under. Um, Netherlands, you know, they're. Um, I one one thing is with with um, you know the injury to Senegal uh, Senegal's uh, star player Mane um, you know I think it's pretty easy to to take the Netherlands with with the first match um, on Monday so that that's something I would look at as well yeah what I would also add is we looked up all the nicknames of each of the team I think Senegal is one of the coolest nicknames they're called the Lions of Taringa ooh Fermi do you have anything to add to the Lions of Taringa. Not a thing. Um, I will say that the line for under two and a half is minus two hundred five. So you're not getting great return there. Wait, but, what? Wait, um, what? What is it? Is it? Was it one and a half? Did they? Did that get knocked down to one and a half goals? Well, one under one and a half. I'm looking at alternate lines. So under one and a half is plus one fifty five. Okay, yeah. So they think it might be. It's either going to be a tie or two nothing. Okay. It's, yeah, the over under should be sitting at two. Um, so, I don't know if they have it. I don't know if they have it set at that. So uh, a lot of the things that I've seen on DraftKings right now is that they've they've gone straight half goals so that there are no pushes. Um, yeah, and I, that's what I'm seeing as well. So it looks like it would fall right on the two number. Okay. Um, going. Are we ready to go into Group B, gentlemen, or anything else we want to add? Yeah. Well, even on the first game, it, it, what I would say, um, what I would do, similar to something that Doctor Goose, you never do at the dinner table, I would pass. Ha! Ha! <laughs> 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 it's Thanksgiving week. I'll take that. All right. So Group B, uh, also known as I believe this is the group of death, which is the hardest group. You have England, Iran, uh, USA, and Wales. Right now, England, sixty-five uh, percent of the uh, bets are sixty-five percent to get out of the group. Twenty-two percent overall. The United States has had a team that's building. One thing I'll say that I've listened to from other podcasts, um, and I, I believe you know that uh, that uh, the Big Cat and uh, Fred will elaborate on here, is uh, unlike football, American football, where you know teams can kind of make shifts in the span of one or two years based on draft picks and based on trades uh, and based on free agency, what you see in World Cup soccer, in, in Euros, is that these Premier Leagues and these things that are playing all year long, these guys are building from like eight years old, six years old. I mean, they have 14 teams. They have 18-year-old teams. They have the under 20, under 21, under 22, whatever it is. They are playing and they're building franchises long term. Um, this is, to what I understand, this is a pretty young United States team, but they've played uh, consistently for a long time, and that's something you have to look for. You have to look for teams that play together, that 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 have are in sync, 
um, and, and that that can really um, mesh, if you will, game to game because the depth of the roster is huge. Because while it seems like they're not playing a lot, I mean, you have to realize cutters like 90, 95 degrees. It's going to be very hot. You have to be able to sub guys in. It's very strategic in coaching. So um, this U.S. team is young, to my understanding, from what I've read, versus a team like Wales, which is, which is you know, pushing their guys a little bit. So this is going to be a very hard group. And Iran, um, they, they have some very good players as well. So Big Cat, give us, uh, give us a little life into the group of death, if you will. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, the, the one thing, I think you nailed it with England. I don't think Fred and I would, would uh, dispute that. I think it's right now um, the U.S. And, and Wales are probably toe-to-toe um, in terms of who's going to get second with Iran following. Um, maybe before we give picks, Fred's done a little bit of research on uh, giving you a preview on some of the U.S. M&T guys. Fred, why don't you, why don't you do that? Okay, so um, the United States men's team, um, like uh, Dr. Drew said, it is one of the youngest teams um, in the field this year. Uh, the first match is uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, 2 o'clock uh, Eastern time. So some um, important players to know if you want to sit down and watch watch this uh, game, watch this match. Um, Christian Pulisic, um, he's probably the most famous name in place for Chelsea. Um, he is the pride of Hershey, Pennsylvania. And he's a school scorer and he's a playmaker. Um, I would I would imagine that um, he could be the, the leader the leading goal scorer for for the squad uh, during the during the World Cup this year. Yeah. Gio Reyna, um, he is the son of Claudia Reyna, who used to play for the men's national team back in the nineties or two thousands. He's probably the best playmaker on the team. There's there's another winger um, with Reyna named Tim Weah. Uh, he is a great distributor, playmaker. There's Weston McKinney. He's in the midfield. Uh, he is a great enforcer. Um, he plays in, in Italy. Uh, Tyler Adams, he plays on Leeds and, uh, for the, um, in England. Um, and he is a defensive midfielder. My guess is that he's going to probably be named captain of the squad here. And then probably the youngest or one of the youngest players on this young team is is an up and riser. He plays in uh, La Liga on Valencia. His name is Yunus Musa, and um, he will probably start in the midfield with McKinney and Adams. And then the goalkeeper hits Matt Turner. Um, this was a little bit of a shock. Um, he he is the best, I think, shot stopper goalkeeper that the U.S. has, but it was pretty much a shock when they left uh, Zach Steffen off the squad. Um, you know, this team, you know, they're young. They haven't played in the World Cups, uh, you know, together as as a team like this. I think there's only one uh, player returning from the squad back in 2014. Um, so it's it's going to be exciting. Um, they, these guys play carefree. It might, it might be a fun and exciting um uh, squad to watch during during the World Cup this year. Big Cat. Yeah, um, maybe maybe the one omission, if I could just add there, was a lot of talk was around this guy named Ricardo Pepe. He was he scored a lot of goals in qualifying. He went from the MLS over to Germany in the Bundesliga and did not do well. He got they have this concept called loan. He's now playing in the Dutch league and he's actually doing pretty well. So he was a pretty shocking omission. Um, the biggest problem for the U.S., I think, their number nine or their striker, like they have a guy who's really fast but small. Typically, those guys are really, really, really tall and strong. So it'll just be interesting to see if they can score. Fermi? 
Yeah, so the I, I've watched a lot of the men's national like qualifying games and stuff, and I think the team really just goes with Weston McKinney. I know he's not going to be the um, the top goal scorer or anything, but he does a lot a lot of stuff to keep the team moving. He's very physical. I think he's pretty talented as a midfielder. I think he also has a lot of the emotional support of the team. I mean, he's one of those like motivators. It feels like he gets the team sort of going. I like him, and I like Sergio Dest. I think he's who's primarily defense, but um, works his way towards midfield sometimes. But those are my two favorite um, USA guys. I was hoping Pepe got on the squad um, that you know Stritz was just talking about, but obviously not the case. Uh, I think there was some bad blood between Pepe's dad and the, and the coach, and I think that may have been part of it. Okay, so inside uh, Group A, you guys are predicting that Senegal and Netherlands come out top, and then for Group B. You said England. Are are you making a decision on Wales or USA, or what are yeah, we doing? I mean, well, in Group Group A, I think we we it was Netherlands and Ecuador is, is kind oh, of where Ecuador. Where I'm sorry. There. I'm um, sorry. Yeah, but if you want to add Senegal, that'll help our winning percentage. In Group B, you have to go USA. Like we we can't we can't go for Wales. It's what are they like three million people, something like that. Um, they've got Gareth Bale. They've got some good talent, but. USA, 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 and I think Iran is no pushover, but I, I don't know if Iran scores. Um, so uh, England, yeah. USA. Fred, anything you want to add to that or no? No, I completely agree. Um, you know, the United States, they have never lost to England on the World Cup stage. Just letting you guys know that. They've played two matches. I've never lost to them. I wouldn't expect a win over England, but... A tie, I think, is might be possible, but it, it's England is such a good squad. They they have such a good team, and um, I think it's going to be hard for anybody other than England to win Group B. Group C, you have Argentina, uh, excuse me, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Uh, right now, obviously, Argentina at the top of the list here, sixty five percent to get out of the uh, to be first in the group. Uh, overall, eighty-seven percent to make it to the bracketed round. What do you think? I mean, Argentina, the, the white, white and sky blues. Of course, they're they're the favorites, and they they look unbelievable right now. I wouldn't be surprised if they won the whole thing. Um, second, it's it's kind of a toss-up. You know, you have Poland and Mexico, which I think are really really close. Saudi Arabia is pretty distant. The Green Falcons probably won't make it out. Um, but you know. I always say, who's the best player? Um, if it's a toss-up, in this case, um, why he hasn't really shown at the World Cup stage, it's, it's uh, Lewandowski from uh, from Poland. He plays for Real Madrid. Um, he's he's one of the best goal scorers in the world. Um, so it's it's kind of hard to pick against them, even though you want to go for your uh, North American brethren. But I, I kind of think Poland comes out here. Fred, I agree. I think Poland does come out. Um, you know, Mexico. They, they struggled a little bit during qualifying. Um, I, I think that, that Poland and Lewandowski, he is the better player. I think you have to go with that. I think easily Argentina wins this group, though, easily. Doesn't look like there's a lot of goals being scored here by uh, Saudi Arabia and or Mexico. Last five games, Saudi Arabia, one goal and two against. You have Mexico with four goals and five against, I mean, Saudi Arabia's last five, draw, loss, loss, win, Mexico, draw, win, draw, loss. I mean, kind of seems like a potential slower pace under play here, gentlemen. Agree, disagree, am I misreading this? 
All right, so I followed the Mexico-Sweden friendly the other day, and I'm telling you, Mexico didn't play their studs. So Lozano, only, who's their best player, only played half. They had a couple other guys who, who you know, really came in late in the game. I kind of would say, if you can get good, good odds on it, I kind of like Mexico to score a couple goals in that game, but I don't know if they're going to do it against the other two teams. Uh, Fred? Agree. Agree. Bet, bet, I would bet the over with, with Argentina – um, Poland and Mexico going up against uh, Saudi Arabia. Honestly, um, I know uh, it's a little tricky to, to bet overs in soccer, um, but I I don't think Saudi uh, Saudi Arabia might be one of the worst squads in the World Cup qualifying. So I I think those teams are are clearly better than, than Saudi Arabia. I mean, say what you will. Poland's given up eleven goals in the last five matches here. Over under two and a half first game plus one fifty seems like we might want to put that down, gentlemen. Am I by myself? Okay, so we're moving on. Uh, unless unless Fermi has anything he wants to add. One thing, one thing here. So Lewandowski should have won the Balloon d'Or last year. Uh, Messi, I mean, he was unbelievable all year. Uh, Messi ended up winning, not not that it, he didn't deserve it, but Lewandowski had an unbelievable year. The prop for Mess, for Lewandowski goals for the World Cup is two and a half. The over is paying at plus 180. So I think I'm going to jump on that. I, I think Lewandowski scores at least three goals this World Cup. Group D, France, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia. I'm not sure if these lines will have been updated to account for the fact that France lost a very, very good player, which I know they'll go into, but 58% chance to take. First in the group, uh, looks about uh, 85 87% to get out into the uh, Sweet 16, if you will. Um, does the loss of, of, of this player make a big difference? Send it over to the Big Cat to find out. Um, not just any player, the current Blue Door winner, uh, Kareem Benzema, he got hurt in practice, I think, the other day. So he's not playing. Um, people look at uh, France. They got Griezmann, Mbappe. They got a lot of other really good talent. Um, this is this could be the time when Danish Dynamite strikes. Um, there's a lot to like in Denmark's team. They, you know, they had Christian Eriksen. I don't know if you remember him. It was a, he, he actually had to be uh, resuscitated on the field. Um, he almost died on the field two years ago, came back. A lot of teams passed on him. Now he's playing for Man United and playing great. So it's for him, he's just happy to have the opportunity. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, I mean, Fred, I don't know what you're thinking. The Eagles of Carthage, that's Tunisia and the Socceroos. Neither one of them are probably going to advance, but Denmark could actually win the group. And I think I saw them last night at plus 225. Um, I, I kind of, you know, I'm considering that. I, I agree. Um, I, I think that both European uh, squads, they, they make it out of the group stage here. Ever since Ericsson had the cardiac arrest on on the pitch, I feel like that, that Denmark squad has just been so much better with, with him back and playing better together. France is missing a bunch of stars, a bunch of stars that were at the uh, last World Cup in 2018. I I like taking Denmark to win this group, and um, I, I agree with Big Cat on that. Um, oh, geez, how do I? 
France, you see teams like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna rant real quick, and then I'll bring it back in. You look at like pedigree, right? You look at like the the last. Let's just look at the last five World Cup winners, right? France, Germany, Spain, Italy, Brazil, in that order from 2018 going all the way back to 2002. Okay, these are pedigree type teams. France won it in 1998. You, 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 we, try, we try to do this in, in the States, if you will, right? We look at legacies. We look at dynasties here. And when you think of France, sometimes you get caught up in these, these really good teams just being able to score a lot of goals. But that's not going to be their strategy, is it, this year, Big Cat? They're a very defense-oriented team, aren't they? Or am I, am I, am I, I, sometimes I read yeah. these stats and I, I don't understand them in full. So bring me up to speed here. Yeah, I mean, they are a defensive team. I mean, the one, the one guy, uh, Conte, he's kind of like the box-to-box guy, so he kind of controls the pace in the midfield and controls their strategy. He's out. You take their striker out, Benzema. Um, yeah, I mean, they have Oliver Giroud, who still plays in, um, for Milan. But I, I just – I'm really concerned with, you know, what could happen. I mean, who knows? They might get nine points. But I think there's going to be a group where one of the favorites isn't going to win the group. It, it happens every year. We're kind of looking at this as one of those opportunities here, and that's why we see the Danish dynamite coming up. Group E, Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan coming together here. It, it seems as though the Germans are looking at about a 79% chance to come out, at least 40% chance to come out on top. Seems like it's going to be a little bit a tight of a group, if you will, uh, with them and I believe it looks as though is it Spain? Spain's the odds. Spain. Spain's the odds on there, fifty-one uh, percent and 34 percent uh, to come second in the group. Head to head here, what are we thinking, Big Cat? I mean, this one's kind of a toss-up again. I think you're probably going to see the teams in uh, Europe kind of come over. I mean, Los Ticas, um, the South, South uh, Costa Rican team. That they almost didn't qualify. What they have is one of the best goalies, actually, in the whole world, Kaylor Nelvis. He spent a ton of time at PSG. I think Japan's probably got one of their better teams they've had in a while, but they're not going to, you know, they're probably going to end up third. Um, this is probably a toss-up. I saw odds where Spain was favored to win the group. I don't know if anyone can clarify that. I see that right now. Minus yeah, they're minus 150. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, Spain, this doesn't seem like Spain's best team that they've had. It seems like a really good team for Germany. So I don't know. I, I, I kind of like uh, Germany, even though, it, you know, it's going to be a tight game, but I like the goal differential for them. Fred? I, 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 I agree. It's too close to call. Um, if I was to lean for a winner, I would probably lean Spain, and it's only because they have been performing well recently. I know, I know after the World Cup, they, they kind of fell flat for, for a few years um, there in the in the you know mid to late uh, 2010s. But uh, they're a young team. That that's what has me concerned about them winning the group. But I they've been playing. I think they've been playing better than the Germans. So I would lean that. But I I think it's clear that. Both Spain and Germany are um, the, the two best squads in this group. Japan might have a chance. This, is, this isn't your, your typical Japanese squad at the World Cup where it's low scoring. They do have a couple good strikers, and I, I think they could score some goals, um, make things interesting. But I think the European squads are just going to be too much in this group. Fermi, aren't you German? you have anything you want to add to this? Not a thing. I'll talk Group F. Okay. Uh, group F. Ooh. 
Belgium, Canada, Morocco, Croatia. Seems as though Belgium should run away with this. Uh, unless I'm miss- missing something. Croatia's tough, uh, and they have been, but it seems as though Belgium should should come out on top in this group. Uh, Big Cat. Not so fast. I know uh, Mr. Fermi is not going to like this, and, and Fred might not like this either. I'm going against the grain completely here. Um, I think, I think you know, you never know to see those birds with just one wing trying to fly. That's what we might see out of um, out of the Red Devils, a.k.a. Belgium, at the end of it. I think that they obviously have Kevin De Bruyne, who's a really great talent, Eden Hazard. they got Romel Lukaku up front, but he's hurt. Um, I, I think, I don't know, for something about it is, I think Modric and Croatia are, are just really strong. They made the Euro, Euro finals two years ago. And I like this Morocco team. I know they're plus 850 to win the group, and I don't think they will win the group. But they have uh, El Nesri has been on a real big struggle right now in uh, uh, in Spain. Um, but I, I, it almost feels like he plays better with the national team than he does with his club. And they got Ziyech, who plays for Chelsea. Um, he's unbelievable. So I, I think the Lions of Atlas could make some noise here, but I might be on my own. Fred? You're on your own, big cat. You're on your own. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I just don't see how uh, the, the Belgium squad, they're they they are they're an older squad. And, and sometimes we do see the older squads just get outworked by younger squads at, at the World Cup. I just think that, you know, Martinez is our coach. He's not a bad coach, uh, but between Lukaku and De Bruyne and Hazard, you know, they – I think they have too much star power. Um, I think that they will move on. I don't necessarily think that they will win the group. I do like Croatia. I I just don't see them finishing third or fourth in in this uh, group. Fermi? Yeah, I'm taking Belgium to win the group, partially because I like Belgium waffles. So I'm not sure that that's really good rationale, but it's true. Um, I like Lukaku. I knew he was hurt. Um, and De Bruyne is awesome. Like, I've, I've seen a little bit of him as well. Um, I'm definitely taking Belgium to win the group. Um, they're minus 190. They're, they're plus 1,800 to win the World Cup. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm going to put a very, very small wager on that, just given the odds. Um, so that's where I'm at. I'm definitely taking Belgium to win this group. Croatia, eight goals, four, three against in the last five. Uh, Morocco six six four uh, four against. Um, doesn't look like these two teams are getting a lot of cards. Uh, seven cards over the last five games for both of them. Uh, you know, penalty kicks, corner kicks always come into play here. You look how many corners they're getting as well too. I mean, Croatia is up there about nine nine ten a game, and Morocco is getting about eighty game. I mean, scoring opportunities here, gentlemen. Again, another one plus one forty-five on two and a half goals. Can this game, you know, go to one? Yes. Yeah. I, yes. I mean, Fred is so emphatically positive. Yes, I trust Fred. Okay. Yes. All I care about is overs, guys. I'm not going to sit here and, and and cheer to watch the grass grow. Okay, for crying out loud. You know what I mean? Like, come on, guys. All right. Uh, oh, also, just just so we're clear for any of you guys um, uh, placing bets on World Cup that maybe have not done this before. So they have regular time. So if you look, regular time does include the extra time that they play at the end of 90 minutes. So sometimes they'll hold up uh, they'll hold up a big board and it says like five or seven. That's additional time 
for guys flopping like the big cat did at the beginning of this podcast where he was down and, and he was hurt and he was rolling around. It took him about three minutes to recover. They, they average that and put that back in. Okay. So if you go to overtime, that's different. That that's where you can call a draw, no bet with regular time. And then if you want to, cause they take a break and then they play another 30 minutes. Am I right? Is it 30 or 20? It's, it's 30 in the knockout stage, 30 in the knockout stage. Okay. And so, uh, they'll play that, um, and then if it comes down to penalty kicks, you're on your own on that one. So let's get over to Group G, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Interesting group, Big Cat. I actually like that dynamic there. Yeah, this one's going to be a toss-up. I mean, Brazil's going to run away with it. Again, they got really great talent. they got Neymar, they got Carlson, they got Casemiro. they got they got a lot of really good talent, uh, talent there. Um, I think this one could be um, very, very interesting. Uh, I kind of like Serbia here. Um, they got Mitrovic. He, he plays for Fulham. He's actually went – he's been relegated. And he's been brought back up, so he's been in the minors and majors a couple of times. So he's a prolific role scorer. And they, they have this guy from uh, uh, from Milan, Inter Milan, uh, Milinkovic. Um, he's really, really good. He might actually shine. So I, in my mind – I know Switzerland took down the Italians to qualify, but I, I kind of like um, I kind of like Serbia to come out of the group. Fred, um, I, I agree. I think Switzerland they haven't looked great um, past couple years. Um, I I agree. I think Brazil is head and shoulders above everyone else in the group. Then I agree with Big Cat that Serbia will be moving on to the knockout round. Uh, Fermi. Nothing. Uh, Serbia, past five games, 13 goals, four, uh, only four against. Ooh, baby, I love that. Love seeing that. Put them up. Okay, final group, Group H. Real interesting as well, too. Kind of a staple. You know, you think of you think of staples in this in this uh, in this sport. Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and the Korean Republic. Um, what do you think, guys? Uh, Big Cat, take it away. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of negative press going on right now with Ronaldo. Um, you know, he, he pretty much is trying to force his way out, but there might be wrongdoings in, in his current club. With uh, Man United actually made headlines like in the last two weeks, so there's going to be a lot of focus on him. This is probably his last World Cup, so I expect him to go out in the bang. I know I love the Portugal's team; they're probably as, as good as they've been in a in a while. So I kind of like Portugal to come out of the group. Um, Uruguay is probably one of the favorites. I mean, they're plus one eighty five to win the group. They've got a lot of really old players who've helped them over the years, but for some reason, I just I'm actually one of my last dark horse picks, um, and this is this is really loose. It's South Korea. Um, I'm a Tottenham Hotspur supporter, and they have the, the most famous Korean player, Hung Min Sun or Song Hung Min. Um, he, he's unbelievable, um, and they have some, he's, he doesn't have Harry Kane with them, but they have another a lot of great players. So I kind of like South Korea as potentially a dark horse to come out of the group. Fred, man, there's uh, there's some um, there's some toddy love right there. So I uh, I I I can't get on board with with South Korea. Uruguay, I think has has enough to put it together to to move on in this group. I actually like them as as a dark horse winner of the group, but then I think they just fizzle out when they get to the knockout round. So if I were betting this group, I would put some money on Uruguay as as an underdog to, to win to, to win the group. 
Uh, anything from Fermi? Nope. Just checking. Okay, so I, I think we. I'm looking at the agenda. I'm trying to follow it here. So we got through our group by group preview. Do you want to go any further, Big Cat, about the group of death? I know that we we, we really wanted to talk that up, and I just want to know if you want to go over anything extra in there. No, I don't. I think we think that, like you know, there's a lot of reasons why Group B could be the group of death. Um, others say it's Group uh, E, but, but overall, I think we covered it. The one thing I promised you at the top was there. I saw an overbet. I think it was like minus one thirty. Of there are forty eight games in the group stage. The over under for two and a half goals or more um, is twenty six and a half at like minus one thirty. So that's one I'd almost consider for you, um, Doctor Goose, who loves the over. Where you know. Can you hit on 27 out of the 48 games hitting over two and a half? Was that on DraftKings? Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely going to find that. Uh, let's get to the Golden Boot preview. And we're going to pass this one off at first to Fred. Fred, take it away. Thank you, guys. Uh, golden Boot preview. So the Golden Boot is given to the player in the World Cup who has scored the most goals throughout the tournament. So... For betting purposes, you want to you want to uh, to bet on a, a player who will be a goal scorer, but also on a team that will make it further in, in the World Cup. So, for example, you know Lewandowski is a great goal scorer for Poland. I don't know how far Poland gets in in the in the uh, you know in the knockout stages if they even make it to the knockout stages. So he is. So you want to go for squads that. That have that have a chance to make it further in the tournament. So for T, for me personally, I, I would look at the Argentina squad. You know, Messi is all there for plus eleven hundred. You, you know, he's he's a big name. the 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 one that I do like on Argentina though um, is Lotaro Martinez. He's plus two thousand. Two thousand. I think that um, he that that to me is a, is a sneaky bet. Uh, the Brazil squad, you know, there's Neymar, you know, and, and he has better odds than the Messi does, but, uh, um, Vinicius, uh, Jew, I believe is how he pronounced his name. He's on Brazil. I think he, he is sneaky at getting him at like plus, uh, 2,900. Uh, there, those are the squads that I would look at. If you think England is going to go far, Harry Kane is, is, you know, quite clearly possible the 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 best goal scorer um you know here in in uh the world cup so i think that he would be a good bet as well um again you want to pick guys that are teams that will move further in in the world cup yeah i mean just just to show how hard this is like the best odds harry kane i think was is is the top odds He's plus 800 to win the Golden Boot. So it's like a really, really hard bet. It's like who's going to win the PGA Championship? It's almost impossible. Well, Fermi's going to win the PGA Championship. Fermi, what do you think? You have anything here yeah. for, for a Golden Boot? So I like, I'm going to go on Lukaku for Belgium. Um, why not? I, I'm going to be watching all the Belgium games anyway. So I'm going to go Lukaku. And then it's hard for me not to like Mbappe, who I think is probably the most skilled player in the, in the world, him or Holland. So, um, I'm going Mbappe plus 800. I feel like if France makes a push, I, I think he could be obviously the reason why. So um, we'll see what happens. It's going to be fun to follow and see the odds change throughout the throughout the group stages. How do we want to do this with the favorites to win, Big Cat? Because I, you know, I I read out a lot of the uh, a lot of the first getting out of the group. I mean, I can go over right now at the top. 
you know, the, the overall looking to not only reach the final or actually win the title. Uh, and then we also, I have the odds to win uh, the percentages to get to the semifinals. You tell me what you want and then I'll let you guys take it away. Why don't we, uh, let's, you know, just put where we are. I mean, we, we gave everyone a really good look at the group. What will happen with the, the knockout bracket is A through D will be kind of in the top bracket and E through F being in the bottom with ones and two seats kind of opposing each other. So, you know, you, you think about that, it's probably going to be like a Germany or a Brazil or in the case of a one-legged uh, Fermi, um, Belgium, potentially to come out of the bottom. And it's probably going to be, um, Argentina or England um, with the Netherlands up top. So, yeah, I think for me, maybe we just each make our overall picks. It's hard. Argentina looks so good. I mean, Di Maria, who's an unbelievable goal scorer, two goals in the warm up the other day. He's not even listed as top um, thirty odds in Golden Boots. So I think they are so deep, and I kind of like them to make a run. Uh, can you take one minute and explain what you just said? I get it. But get it for everyone else. Like you said, like, okay, yeah. so the Group A winner will play which runner-up? Go through that real quick. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Sorry about that. Um, so what will happen is Group A, the top seed, the number one seed, and it's three points for a win, one for a tie, zero for a loss. So the, after three games, the top seed in Group A will play the second seed in Group B. So with that, based on our projections, it would be Netherlands versus the USA. Um and then what you would also have is you'd have the second team in Group A, um, so Ecuador in our case versus England, the top team in Group B. But they're on and the they other they're, they're on other sides of the bracket. Keep for going the, down the letters and they crisscross. Right, the, but they but they're they're on opposite sides of the bracket. They are. Yes. Yep. Okay. So you you guys can split it. I I and I I believe you said it, what it goes A to B, but then it's like A C. Uh, e G is on one side yeah. of the bra- right. That's how it goes. Yeah. Fred, anything you want to add to that? No, I, I think that Big Cat explained that uh, pretty well. Right now, our top four teams to reach the sem. I'll, I'll do the top uh, six to reach the semis and top four overall. The top betting odds right now are Brazil, Argentina, France, England, Spain, and Germany to reach the finals and then to win it overall, your top four are Brazil, Argentina, France, and England. I mean, I kind of want to just take a flyer on the Netherlands. Like I said, Europe has ran this thing for the past four years. Is it time that the the South America's come through? I I, I don't know. Fred, I'm going to pass it to you first on this one. Personally, I like taking Argentina at uh, plus five fifty to to win it all, I, I think, like Big Cat said earlier, they they're just so deep, and Messi doesn't have to be amazing for them to just make it through, make it to the finals, and and to win. And he is probably going to be amazing. So just think about that. My favorite European play is the Netherlands, like you said, uh, Doctor Goose. And, the Netherlands, they're they're a sneaky good ball club. You know, they they will score goals. Just will they have enough to, to stop other other squads like Argentina? I, I don't know, but those are my two favorite plays to win it all. Big cat. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, I, I kind of express my love for Argentina. Um, I, I just think they're going to win. But I do love the Netherlands pick as a dark horse, especially the fact that they could get to the final eight playing Wales and the USA. 
Fermi. Yeah, I'm all in, all in on Belgium just because of the odds. Um, I think they have some high-end talent there that can hang. Um, it's hard to argue with Argentina, Brazil, any of those teams at the top. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go Belgium just because of odds. Uh, Big Cat, I saw in the agenda strong plays we don't get to. Um, and you said you wanted to pass it off to Fred. Did we get to that? Am I missing something? Yeah, Fred, did you have any week winners that you liked um, for us to look at in the first week of World Cup? Um, I'll run through real quick here my the, the place I like for this week. So tomorrow, United States plus 150 to win over the Wales. Um, Tuesday, Messi plus 150 to an assist and Argentina over 2.5 goals. Also, Lewandowski plus 135 to score. Thursday, something that's a little spicy, a little intriguing, Ghana plus 800 to upset Portugal. Friday, on the 25th, England, United States to tie, that's plus 290. And on Saturday, the 26th, Australia plus 195 to win over Tunisia, Poland, Saudi Arabia over two and a half goals. Ooh. Okay. Let me go back to Tuesday. Fred, you said Argentina over two and a half goals? Yes. You think they're going to put up three against Saudi Arabia, huh? Yes. Ooh, I'll just yes. t- I'll take that over straight. I wonder what that is. Big Cat, you got anything while I look up these odds? Because I'm, I'm, I'm in my um, account right now. <laughs> I like the uh, – I mean, Ghana plus 800 be Portugal spicy, but, I mean, you never know what those um, – what the black stars can actually produce. So I kind of, kind of like that, uh, like that play by Fred there. Oh, over, look at that. Minus minus one fifty. Wow. Okay. Oh yeah. It seems to be there. Uh, uh, Fermi, anything that you're taking uh, in the first couple days here? So there's a, there's a DraftKings boost. Pulisic is plus seven fifty to score a goal and the U S to win. Um, I think if the U S wins Pulisic strikes. So I, I like that at plus seven fifty. So, let me do a wrap up here. Uh, let's bring it over. I'm going to go backwards because usually people who have the most information should be safe for last. So, Fermi, final thoughts here on our World Cup 2022 preview. So, I just love that we're kicking off today, right? Uh, I think it's 11 a.m. start. We have games today through December 6th straight. Um, I think there's pretty much four games almost every day. Um, in this group stage. And then after that, there's a couple days rest when we get into bracket play. So it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. All these games are going to be televised. I think um, straight through December 6th, no days off. It's going to be awesome. I think that's actually a really good point for me. Usually this is played in the summer. It is played now. And I think it's just important because people get to see it, right? We're kind of at the back end of college football here while there are some big games we get stuff during the week, right? You're at work. It's not like it's at 11 o'clock at night. It's 11 in the morning. It's not that hard at lunch to check the the lines, to check the scores of the games. It will peak interest, and it's always better when the United States is in to play. So we'll be definitely cheering for them. Fred, anything that you want to add in your closing thoughts here? Guys, just enjoy it. Enjoy. Enjoy the next three to four weeks because it doesn't happen again for four years. Big cat. I have lost sleep when the U.S. has lost qualifying games. They lost to Trinidad and Tobago in 2018 to fail to qualify for Russia. I'm so excited for the USMNT. I'm so excited for the World Cup. I think I think things are going to happen like it happens every year that we don't expect. 
and we might get it wrong, but it's going to be really fun. I have my USA scarf I bought ready to go to where to work tomorrow to tell my kids and let them know what's happening here because it's it's going to be a, a great week. Um, we're going to do Maction probably tomorrow. It's going to be a loaded week. We have Maction tomorrow. Uh, the group, are we're all going to sit down and discuss whether we want to talk on Wednesday night or even have an early bird turkey special to pretty much do a consortium. So if guys got to come in and out, make picks and leave, we could do that. Fermi and I will take care of it. Yes, I'm throwing Fermi under the bus on that one. But we have so many sports and sports games to cover. We'll probably go over World Cup on Turkey Day morning. We're definitely going to go over the three NFL games, a ton of games for Rivalry Week. This is a phenomenal, phenomenal chance to click, like, share, and subscribe to our Anonymous Gamblers podcast. You're going to get everything that you need for the next seven days all the way through into December and out of it. Great, great podcast. Big shout out to, again, Mr. Fermi starting off this morning, the big cat, and Fred the Pharmacist. From, uh, Fred the Pharmacist and for myself, Dr. Goose, we thank you for joining us this morning. We hope you have a great betting day. And remember, especially during the holidays, it's only a problem when you're losing. Talk to you guys.